Hello and welcome to Bible Talk with the West End Church of Christ. My name's Eric Craig and with me today is Milton Perry and we're glad to have you joining us as well as we uh, consider another Bible subject together. We invite you to get out your Bibles and follow along with us. This is episode number 33 and we want to ask the question, what if you have believed a lie? And that's a question that maybe kind of sets us a little bit on edge just in the very beginning, you know, that's a it, it kind of cuts us to the core you know sometimes we think well i'm just too smart maybe to, <laughs> to have been deceived you know I, and we think highly of ourselves sometimes in that way well i think that happens and of course we feel rather foolish when we realize we've been taken in by something but you know i, I think probably the most obvious thing is that well if it was a lie i wouldn't believe it yeah. And since I believed it, it must not be a lie. And right. Unfortunately, you know, we believe what we believe is the truth, mm-hmm. or we wouldn't be believing it. So that's one of the things, I think, that makes us not want to accept the fact that something we believe might be a lie, because it kind of challenges us as whether or not we're an honest person. And, and of course, all of us, I hope, think that we're honest about mm-hmm. the things that we believe. Yeah. And... You know, if we, this lie, you know, kind of challenges us, all right, sometimes not only do we get defensive, but then maybe we get a little uncomfortable when somebody challenges something that we believe. Um, you know, maybe we get a little angry, you know, quick to, you know, give a response back and, well, no, you must be the one who's been deceived. Um, maybe we get a little scared. All right. You know, if, and there's that part in the back of our mind, maybe sometimes of, all right, what if I have believed a lie? What if, what if I am being taken or whatever? And then we get kind of get a little embarrassed maybe too. Um, especially when we find out that we have believed a lie. Um, you know, but whatever we accept as truth, you know, forms the basis not only of what we believe, but how we live our lives. So this question is really fundamental to so many things about our lives, but, you know, we all have to reach a place where we recognize, all right, have I believed a lie? And we really need to evaluate ourselves. And so I just really, the purpose of this episode is really to focus in on challenging ourselves to realize how, how many lies are out there. And we can't be so proud to think that it's outside the possibility that we have believed a lie. And then, of course, we want to think about how we can always be challenging and testing ourselves. We'll think about that uh, toward the end of this episode. Before we do, though, we want to think about or we want to invite you to come and be with us. If you're in Newark, Ohio or Licking County or you're able to, to travel and come and be with us, we would love to have you. You'd be our honored guest in worshiping God with us. Uh, we assemble at 987 West Main Street in Newark. Um, come and join us on Sunday mornings. You can find us at 945 for Bible study and 1030 for a period of worship and other times as well. And you can, uh, you would certainly be our honored guest at any and all of those, um, assembly times. If you have a Bible question, please reach out to us. 740-527-3403. You can call or text that number. You can also email preacher at thewestendchurch.org. If you would like to study the Bible um, through a Bible study course that we can put in the mail and send to you, you can take it in the privacy of your home and at your own pace and 
Uh, we would love to send that out to you. Again, 740-527-3403. You can call or text us at that number. You can also email us in that email address I mentioned or go online, www.thewestendchurch.org forward slash Bible study. And there's a sign-up form on that page. Again, we want to think about this question. What if you have believed a lie? And maybe I should rephrase that. Maybe it's more of, we don't necessarily want to think about this question, but we need to think about this question. So let's begin by thinking about that Satan is the father of lies. You know, we're going to go to something Jesus said in John chapter 8 to get started. Um, And just what he says about Satan. And as we read this, we really have to realize that the master of lies is operating in this world. And you just kind of step back from that and really dwell on that for just a little while. The master of lies is operating actively in this world. So certainly then, that means there's there. I've been exposed to a whole bunch of lies over the course of my life and, and all of our lives. Um, Milton, you want to read John 8 and verse 44? Sure. I might just comment here, yeah. Eric, that um, someone has to be very convincing mm-hmm. to, to tell a lie and, and for you to believe it. And if they're not, then obviously you're not going to believe what they're saying. Their behavior or something about it gives it away, and you know that they're lying, and so then you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. So a person, or as Satan, uh, has to be very convincing and is yeah. very convincing, or else you wouldn't, for one minute, believe it to be the truth. And, Absolutely. And, okay, right. we are... John 8, eight verse 44. 44. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. You think about time after time, the one thing Satan continuously is seen doing is lying and deceiving. You know, you think about um, the first time we read about Satan in Genesis chapter 3. That's exactly what we see him doing. No, you're, you're not going to die. You know, God just knows that when you eat of it that you're going to be like, your eyes are going to be open, you're going to be like God knowing good and evil. Um, you know, there's the lie, there's the deception, there's the the lore, so to speak, to pull people in. You know, he tells us lies all the time about the things that, you know, um, he wants us to engage in um, that are pleasing to our flesh. It'll be worth it. There won't be any consequences. Nobody has to know any of those things. Um, So many things that he he tries to get us to believe um, and and accept. There's no God. um, There's no consequences. There's no right. There's no wrong. Um, you know, just on and on and on that he, um, he, he promotes these lies. Now, maybe we need to think about how does he promote these lies? You know, what are some of the tools that he uses? Because it's, you know, it might be one thing if a, 
you know, in Adam and Eve's case, um, although they were living in a very innocent time, you know, there was no sin that had happened. But, you know, you think about the snake that comes up to them, starts talking to them. Um, you know, that's not how he spreads lies to us. We might know we need to be on guard if that was, if that was happening. But it's not just, you know, S- Satan has many companions. So as you think about that, what are, what are some of the companions that Satan has? Who does he use to tell us lies? Well, he uses us, first of all, yeah. and, and the fact that he knows we have a desire for things. So like in the case of Adam and Eve, there was a desire to have the knowledge mm-hmm. that he talked about, that you'd have the same knowledge that God has. It was good for food, and obviously we all have a, a desire for food, and um, to make one wise, and uh, certainly we want to be smarter than, than the next guy, and I guess when we think we know something that other people don't know, then we think we're we're wise in that yeah. in that way. I, I think it's interesting here, though, from this verse, and um, that Jesus makes this statement about the devil that he was a murderer from the beginning, and that's what he did with his lie. He murdered Adam and Eve with the lie that he told them. And when Eve believed it and accepted it and then acted upon that false information, it resulted in her both physical and spiritual death. Mm -hmm. And Adam's as well when she took it to him. And every person who believes this lie about there's no consequences to the sin in our lives will be murdered. By Satan as a result. Yeah. And again, the, he, he led that with, no, you're not going to die. Yeah. You know, but yet we, we see, right? History tells us, the Bible tells us what, what happened. <clears throat> so Satan, today Satan, of course, works through a lot of people. I mean, it might be a family member, it might be a friend, a peer, um, a coworker. It, it could be a teacher. It could be, an author. There's all kind of books that you, you read that, that's got lies in it. Um, you know, government officials, religious leaders, um, the media. I mean, on and on and on. There's all kinds of um, tools and people that Satan is using to tell lies. Um, I, I don't think that, that people, though... <laughs> Do that deliberately. No, you know they they have believed something mm-hmm. that they don't realize yeah. is not the truth, and they're sharing it with others. And especially, we might believe something, especially religiously, mm-hmm. because it's what our parents did. It's what our parents taught us, and that's probably one of the most difficult things to overcome and to realize that. Well, maybe mom and dad didn't have it all right and, and believe something that wasn't a hundred percent correct. And it's a struggle, I know, for many people to, mm-hmm. to get past what their parents had taught them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so you've kind of got two things. You've got one that Satan will use people who, yeah, they're in it for selfish motives and they're going to, they're willing to lie to, to get whatever they want. But then there are a lot of people, like you said, and maybe we can even say the majority of people when, when lies are spread, it's just because 
you know, maybe they got it from somebody who, who really bought into that themselves and they believe they were spreading the truth, but yet they were spreading lies. And so that just keeps going and, and so forth. So, yeah, I don't think most people are, are trying, at least I want to believe that most people are not trying to deceive you when they mm-hmm. tell you something. Now, Satan obviously was, yeah. but I don't think most people are. Um, I think most people sincerely believe what they're passing on to us. Um, the majority of, of the time and that um, they're just mistaken about yeah. those things. Yeah, and it, it kind of leads us into the next point there that lies are spread through unexpected sources. And we're going to go to First Kings chapter 13 to really look at this particular point. And maybe just for time's sake, we won't read a, a whole lot of this uh, passage. But, you know, Sometimes maybe we think that we can really spot somebody who's really deceiving us. You know, um, I don't know, whatever our image of, of a liar is, you know, sometimes maybe it's something that really gives that away. But the fact is a lot of lies and perhaps the most effective lies Satan spreads are through people who are well-intentioned, uh, people who aren't trying to hurt anybody. But yet, again, like we said, they, they bought into the lies themselves, and they're just passing it along, thinking that they're doing the right thing. First um, Kings chapter 13. Now, maybe this individual, um, I don't know that it really tells us a lot about his motivation. Uh, maybe it was good. Maybe it wasn't. But we have, it's an interesting story, though, to really show us how we always need to be on guard, no matter what the, um, no matter who the person is. Um, so this is a story about someone who believed a lie, and it, and it talks about um, a prophet of God who's referred to as the man of God. And he was speaking against the idolatry that was in Israel at the time there. And this man of God had been instructed to not to eat or to drink while he was in Bethel and to return um, by a different way than he had went. But there's another prophet that that comes along there toward the um, the end of this account here. Um, and he wants him to come home and eat some food with him. And, you know, this, this man of God answered him in verses 16 and 17, saying, no, I can't do that. I was told, I was told not to. And what I want to read there is in verses 18 and 19. And Milton, if you want to read, again, we're in 1 Kings 13, verses 18 and 19 and this is what this other prophet this he's referred to as the old prophet uh, what happens here he said to him i too am a prophet as you are and an angel spoke to me by the word of the lord saying bring him back with you to your house that he may eat bread and drink water he was lying to him so he went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water. Yeah. And again, you just put yourself in this situation of that man of God. Yeah, you know what God's told you, but yet here's this other individual who claims to be a prophet. And he claims to have been told a message saying, no, no, it's okay. And he went. There's a whole lot of lessons in that. Um, certainly one is don't 
don't just trust anybody over what God has told you yeah. as we read in Scripture. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting in verse 11. It tells that uh, about the old prophet that dwelt in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. And so they had been there at the time when the young prophet did these things and then went and told it. The information to their father passed it on, and of course their father then takes advantage of that and yeah. utilizes the information. He didn't know the information because he was a prophet. He knew it because his sons told him to. to right. Him. Yeah, and and then if we keep reading here, we also find out that all right, then uh, the word of God got, does come and finds out that this this man of God who had been given these strict instructions. All right, he's going to die, yeah. and he does die. In fact, on on the road, and um, you think about you think about that. You know, maybe we might think, well, that's that's unjust. That's not fair, or something like that. You know, he just he believed this individual who claimed to be speaking the truth, claimed to be speaking words from God, but yet it's a great lesson for us. Uh, several lessons. One is that we're responsible for ourselves, and we're responsible to verify what we're told and that it doesn't matter what somebody claims uh we need to test it out for ourselves which we'll get more into here in the next point it's surprising too that he knew better because Mm -hmm. he tells the king when the king says come to my house he tells him no i can't do that Mm -hmm. that that god told me to and he recites exactly what god told him go home a different way and don't eat and don't drink any water while you're there, and uh, and of course, I'm not questioning either. I mentioned the the old prophet, whether or not he was in fact a prophet. I think he probably was at one time, mm-hmm. but I think that uh, God had abandoned him because of the wickedness that was there uh, in Israel and in Bethel, and he probably had not acted uh, with uh, as a prophet of God with the actual word of God. For, for probably some time. And that's why he had to get his information from his sons. It wasn't because God revealed anything to him. I can't remember who um, who it was that God revealed the, the message there after that about um, he was going to die. I can't remember whether that was through the old prophet, maybe. I think God did later then yeah. reveal to him that, yes. But, it, but even that's an interesting point to, to consider this. Lies are spread through unexpected sources. Sometimes people can sometimes speak true words of God, but then other times make it up for themselves. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we can learn that from this lesson as well. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and see a, um, a New Testament passage on this. Of course, the Old Testament is written for our learning. Um, so we need to learn the, the, these lessons there from 1 Kings chapter 13. But we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and want to read verses. 13 through 15, it says, For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it's no great surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Therein will be according to their works. So again, lies are spread through unexpected sources. Even people who... Satan himself looks like an angel of light or make him appear that way. He doesn't want you to be able to easily identify him and those messages he's trying to um, spread. And 
easily identify those things are, are false, deceptive, leading you in the wrong way. And so there's a lot of even religious people who, um, who maybe even sincerely are misleading a lot of people. And so as we get into this, this final point, we're going to talk about testing everything and, and everyone. And that's what we want you to do even with us as we, as we study together. I mean, make sure that what, what you're hearing on this program, or if you come and worship with us and you hear the teaching um, that goes on, we want you to test everything. Um, if you sign up for our free Bible study course, we want you to test it. We don't want you to just believe it um, just because we say so or something like that. Because at the end of the day, uh, we're, we're fallible. God's word is not. And, you know, lies are spread through unexpected sources. Make sure you study the scriptures for yourself. Uh, we're gonna, we have one more point to consider before uh, we close this episode. But before we do, I want to mention that free Bible study course once again. We would love to help you study the scriptures. Uh, we have some Bible study material that we can put in the mail and send to you. You can take it at your own pace and in the comfort of your own home. And we would love to, to mail that out to you. You can contact us at 740-527-3403. Again, call or text that number and let us know that you're interested in that, that Bible study course. You can email preacher at thewestendchurch.org. Let us know that you want us to mail that to you. Send us your mailing address. Um, or you can go online. There's a form that you can fill out at www.thewestendchurch.org forward slash Bible study. All right. We've been asking this question, what if you have believed a lie? We've seen that Satan is the father of lies. We've seen that lies are spread through unexpected sources. And then that leads us to this final point that you must test everything to see if it is from God. So rather than blindly trusting anyone, we've got to test everyone. God is the one that everything he says is completely true. John 17, verse 17, Jesus says, Sanctify them by your word. Your word is truth. So you must never believe anything that contradicts what God says. And it doesn't matter if that's coming from a pulpit, on a program, on in a book you're reading, on Facebook or on YouTube, or from, our, from a politician, or from um, the media, or from an educator, or from any, anybody. Test everything. And there's a scripture that even tells us that. If we go over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and Milton, if you'll read in verses 21 and 22 there. Test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. I think, Eric, it's important, you know, as we are testing everything, the test isn't whether or not other people believe something. Yeah. Because you can find other people that will agree with what you believe. Mm -hmm. The test is whether or not the source of the information is from God, not whether or not you can find other people. And if you can detect that something is not from the source that it should be from, from God, in fact, 
then we know it's a lie. And, and it's what we mentioned in the very beginning. If we knew it was a lie, we wouldn't believe it in the first place. But it's not until that you detect it that, well, this, the source of this is not God, and there's no reason for me to believe it. Yeah. And if we kind of play this out a little bit, right, sometimes what happens is we, we're told something or we're shown something. And all right, that, that sounds pretty convincing, and maybe we hear it from somebody. Well, they, they surely know what they're talking about. And so we kind of take those things and put them together and think, all right, that, that's got to be true. Um, I don't have any real reason to question that it's true. Um, and maybe, again, maybe that's um, on TV or something or on the Internet, or maybe that's something even from a pulpit. Uh, well, certainly that person's not going to mislead me. Well, again, go back to the previous point. Lies are spread even through unexpected sources and even unintentionally. So what we have to do is take every bit of information that we're being given and we have to put it through this test. Test everything. All right. Is this a- absolutely true? You know, if somebody's even quoting scripture, was that scripture used in its proper context and in yeah. harmony with other scripture. Yeah. You know, even Satan quoted scripture to Jesus. To Jesus, yeah. Um, and you read about that in Matthew chapter 4, but he misused the scripture to try to get Jesus to do something that wasn't pleasing to God. First um, John 4 verse 1 tells us, uh, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. If you go over to Second John 1, um, and start in verse 7. John warns, Many deceivers have gone out into the world. They do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves so you don't lose what we have worked for, but that you may receive a full reward. Anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching, but goes beyond it, does not have God. The one who remains in that teaching, this one, has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home and don't greet him, for the one who greets him shares in his evil works. So right there, just several passages. Go and reflect on those and realize we got to put everything to the test. Make sure it's pleasing to God. Those things that are pleasing to God, cling to them. Accept those things to be absolute truth because God is the, the source of absolute truth. But if they conflict with what God says, get away from it. Um, you can't hold the things that conflict with what God says and still have the truth. Because God simply doesn't lie. Amen. So. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone for joining us today. We need to remember the world is under the sway of the evil one. First John 5, verse 19. So this world is full of lies and deception of, of all kinds. There's lies about God. There's lies about the soul and the afterlife. There's lies about the Bible. There's lies about sin. There's lies about Jesus. Lies about salvation. Lies about the church. Lies about Christian living. We can keep going. Um, don't take anything you're told for granted. Test everything by what God says in the pages of the Bible, which is His Word. Again, we're so thankful that you've taken the time to join us in this episode. And we want to invite you to come to join us again in future episodes. If you're interested in that free Bible study course, please call or text us again, 740-527-3403. Email us or go on that website and fill out the the form to get the, the Bible study course. And we just want to help you learn 
learn and obey God's word. And again, we want you to test everything, even in those courses, as you study through them. If you have a Bible question, please get in touch with us. Again, call or text us or email us that question. We'd be glad to give your question a Bible answer. And if you're in our area or willing to travel and visit with us, we want you to come and worship God with us. We assemble at 987 West Main Street in Newark, Ohio. Come and join us on Sunday mornings at 945 for Bible study or for worship at 1030 or for any other times we assemble together. Once again, we appreciate you for taking the time to study God's Word with us today, and we invite you to join us next time on Bible Talk.